Talking time with Lucas and Alicia is excited to announce our proud sponsors, Code Sydney. Um, Lucas, tell us a little bit about Code Sydney. Code Sydney is a web and online uh, marketing tool group that put together uh, websites and social media platforms for charity organisations and not-for-profits. They give the opportunity for um, brand new developers to develop their skills while helping the community do what they do. How do people get in contact with our new sponsor, Code Sydney? Yeah, so you can check out Code Sydney on www.code.sydney. Um, have a look at everything they do, um, including the support for non-for-profit organisations and their mentorship through that as well. Hey, don't forget they did our website, which is www.talkingtimepodcast.com.au. Check it out. And if uh, you need some help with your website as a not-for-profit or group out there, reach out to Code Sydney. Thanks for your supporting Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. Welcome to another special edition of Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. We have been requested by several people for a replay of this interview. We did this interview some weeks ago during our involvement with the Inspire Radio Network. We obviously have mentioned on our previous ones that we are no longer involved with the Inspire Radio Network, but we do this uh, show and podcast ourselves. I also had a request from someone to ask about my own lived experience. Now, I do this show because I have my own lived experience in incarceration. Uh, I was previously incarcerated in Australia um, for some white collar offences and continue to study and have been involved in education for a long time. I have a doctorate in education and work with at-risk youth uh, currently at the moment and also do a lot of work with guys that are either inside or have come home to assist them in developing their skills. I'm a big believer and advocate for convict criminology, which is someone that uh, we've heard uh, we will be hearing on Sunday from Jeff Ross, and he will let us know what's going on with that. But uh, lots of stuff going on, um, and this show today is Lester Young. Lester Young is uh, inspirational. He, his journey, uh, what he has done, what he's gone through, and where he's come to uh, provide some inspiration for people, um, and he will tell us his own lived experience story. And we will love to hear people's thoughts and impact or their discussions. Our email address is talkingtimeradio at mail.com. You can hit us up on our Instagram, not our Instagram, sorry, our Twitter page, LinkedIn pages, uh, also Facebook pages and Messenger, Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. Really hope you enjoy Lester Young and uh, we look forward to seeing you when our normal show drops, our normal podcast drops on Sunday evening. Thank you for listening to Talking Time Radio, uh, Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. Welcome back to Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. The international guests just keep on flooding into this great radio show and it's great to have an accomplished author, a beacon for people that have served time and someone who um, I class as, as someone who is just doing an outstandingly amazing job on a worldwide stage uh, to help people that are inside or have come home and their families and that's Lester Young. How are you my friend? Welcome to the show Lester. 
Hey, blessings, blessings, blessings. Hope all is well with everyone, including the listeners. Thanks for the invite. Man, it's great to have you here. Hey, it is awesome that we've got a really good solid group of listeners here, people that are either been inside, families of people that have been inside, or even some people that are currently inside. And we only get people on here that, uh, that, 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 bring, that bring a story. Can you give us a little bit of a rundown as to who Lester is and, and, and why you're amazing in this space? Oh, cool. I appreciate it. Um, I'll just give a little drop. A backdrop is, is that at 19 years old, not to get into too much details, but at 19 years old, I made a poor choice in shooting someone and they eventually they died as a result of me pulling the trigger over a drug dispute. And in that, in that situation, uh, unfortunately, someone died. As I mentioned, I was sentenced to life in prison in the United States, in South Carolina. Uh, and I was given this life sentence at the age of 19. And the life sentence in South Carolina was that you would have to serve a total of 20 years before you become eligible for parole. And during this time of my incarceration, I would say the first three years of my incarceration was just full of uh, not understanding, taking ownership and responsibility for what happened. I was constantly in shock and, and doing anything I can to not take the ownership. But it was one night inside my prison cell is where... I had this uh, this uh, spiritual awakening. I always tell people is where I had this opportunity, not this opportunity, but I had this experience where I had had to confront my victim, the person that I actually took off this earth. I had uh, I had to confront uh, that that conversation with him and his spirit to begin the healing process. And it was a kind of like overwhelming spiritual moment for me. But this is when I had to start understanding that what I did was completely wrong, and I needed to make some amends in changing my life. So I dedicated my life while I was in prison um, after that night to honor my victim and do everything I can to live a different life, which is I call the path of redemption. So, man, that is respect. Respect to you, my friend, for for for, for doing that. And that is a that is a hard challenge. And and we know that we've got listeners, um, you know, and and people that are listening to our show that that have made mistakes. Man, I, I'm one of those guys, as you know. And I'm just amazed mm-hmm. that that that. That as a 19-year-old, and, and, and I challenge everyone listening to this show to think about the silly things and the things they were doing as 19-year-olds. That's right. And, um, you know, and then to think that, that, that to come out of that at the other end after 19 and serving a life, life, life sentence in prison is just amazing. And um, what, what mm-hmm. that, I can't, I'm, I'm almost speechless as to that, that story that you just said then about facing and having the conversation with the, the, the person spiritually. How, can I ask you how that conversation yeah. went? Like, literally, how did that conversation go? And were you just beating yourself up over that conversation? And 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 how did it go? What what was it like? Well, there was it was a moment where you know, um, anytime I believe I tell people that when the individuals go to prison, there's going to be a moment where they're going to have this awakening, where they're going to have to confront and deal with the fact of whatever they did. They're going to have to deal with that. And for me. Here I was walking around in the prison fighting this conscience of guilt. I, I live with so much guilt inside of that prison. And I knew that the only way that I was able to release that guilt from me, I needed to have a, a spiritual conversation with my victims, his spirit. And from that, you know, um, and it led from a couple of days over the weeks and the months of that sitting in that prison, I realized that I needed to pray. And so one night I woke up out of my, out of my sleep 
crying because of the guilt got so heavy on me. I started crying and I got on the floor. My my cellmate was in there and he was like, man, what's wrong with you? I was like, man, leave me alone. And this is where I started like begging God to forgive me for what I did. I knew what I did was wrong, but I also for, for the longest, for those three years, I never mentioned my victim's name because I didn't want it to take complete ownership. But in that moment, I remember calling out his name is begging him instead of saying, oh God, I started saying, oh Gary, could you please forgive me? That was the individual I shot and killed. I started calling out his name and I started just making, you know, like begging, begging for forgiveness. Like, please allow me to, to make, make this right. I know I can't bring your spirit back. I mean, your soul back or your physical being back, but allow me to do something different. I remember, you know, like anyone you, you going through this period of bargaining, it was that type of a period where I'm bargaining, not with God, but I'm bargaining with this, this individual spirit. Like I'm going to do everything I can inside of this prison until I die. I will continue to honor you by living right and helping pouring into other people, not to make the decisions that I made. So that's where it started. And from that night, I, I I made that commitment and I tell people to this day, even after me walking out of prison, I still honor that promise I made to my victim many years ago. Well, well, my friend, we, we, I've got so many questions we want to ask you. Can we, we're going to go to a song and we're going to come back. Can you hang out and, 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 and have a chat with us further, Lester, after a song? Yes, absolutely. All right, my man. Thanks, we'll, mate. We're going to go to a tune and we'll uh, come back and chat to uh, renowned author Lester Young. Welcome back to Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. If you have just joined us, we're on Inspire Radio um, and we do have renowned author Lester Young with us on the line. Lester, thank you so much for sharing that very raw lived experience uh, with us. It's incredible. Um, Right Mm -hmm. now we want to jump in and take a look at your published book. Are you able to tell us a little bit Mm -hmm. about it? Yeah, as um yeah, the book that I wrote was actually part of my uh personal transformation in prison. As I mentioned earlier in the show where I spoke, I had that moment of reckoning, acknowledging and bargaining uh for seeking forgiveness with my victim. From that moment, from that night, that spiritual conversation is when I started journaling. I started writing down everything that I experienced for many months inside of that prison system. So what I discovered in order for me to become a healed person and be transformed after making this plea with my victim spirit is that I had to begin to unpack my emotional brokenness, the emotional trauma, the things that I was in deep denial about. I needed to unpack that in order for me again to honor my promise that I made to my victim. Wow. And and that's where I started. The book came with the five stages of incarceration because now I, I realized that there were different stages to my growth. And that was one self-denial. I had an anger was the second one is understanding what I needed to understand where my anger was coming from. My anger was not about the prison environment or the officers inside of the prison. My anger was coming from a lot of emotional brokenness. You know, that that's really just I was not willing to acknowledge. The third stage of my incarceration was victimization. I needed to get away from the victimization and develop a level of empathy. Empathy was something that you don't see inside of a prison system. So I realized that I had to develop a level of empathy and that empathy came from me taking ownership for the decisions in which I made. I no longer can continue to deflect the fact that I took a human being life. life. I needed to take ownership for that. So that's basically 
some of the topics of my book. And it, it was a book that I taught for like 17 years inside of the prison system before I was released from prison. So I taught it to help other men who I was surrounded with break away from their own emotional prison so that they can be able to function and honor the people that they have harmed and hurt while that's they were in incarcer- that led to their incarceration. Very inspiring. So that's that one-on-one peer support inside the prison. Yes, yes. Um, so Absolutely. we have quite a diverse range of listeners um, on our Talking Time show. If anybody is interested in finding out more about your book, where can they find it? Where can they purchase it? Go to my website, path, P-A-T-H, the number two, redemption.org. You'll be able to see not only my book, uh, The Five Stages of Incarceration, but I just re- recently released a second book called The Five Stages of Growth. That's there. And you can also just see the work that I'm doing and also see the podcast, my YouTube channels, all of that on my website called path, the number two, redemption.org. So you are the founder of Path to Redemption. How did that come about? In prison, because every every individual inside of prison that I communi- I talked with in prison, everyone was searching for a path to redemption. Like, how do I live a life of redemption? Meaning, now I, I have a transformation of thought process, behavior choices, and I want to know what this path looks like. So I, for my five stages of incarceration in my book, it basically lays these different steps to helping individuals find their own individual path to redemption. So it was a vision I received while I was in prison, and that's when I got out of prison. I said, I'm going to start an organization called the Path to Redemption to help those who are formerly incarcerated or currently incarcerated to find their redemption and let them know that anything and all things is possible, that your crime does not define you. You have a choice to define it. Lester, you're an inspiration, my friend, and and I I've, I can say myself, I've read Five Stages of Incarceration, and it is phenomenal. It is something that... I take value um, in daily as someone that has served time previously and in the work we do with a lot of mm-hmm. other people, we, we talk about you know, owning that and, and you know, I, I don't say it as eloquently as you and I say owning your own shit but you know, getting to the point of, of, of you owning <laughs> yeah. what you've done and then rolling with it and I thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. online. Unless there's someone we're going to continue to get on and to, to have back a little bit more and if people have any questions for Lester, please reach out to his website, reach out to us and we will connect you with Lester, I can personally suggest to grab a copy of that book because it is a, is a phenomenal one for, for both families of people that are inside uh, and also people that are inside or have just come home. And check out the website because there are some amazing things he's doing. And this, this man is a worldwide voice and a worldwide voice of change. And you know that I'm, I'm not a religious man, but I'm sure there's someone up above, my friend, that is thanking you for all the great work you're doing and, and, and it's much appreciated. Lester, we're going to uh, share Thank some of those brother. links Thank to you. our socials so it makes it easier for our listeners to get in contact with you and check out some of these resources. Thank you, my Thank friend. Thank you. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. Mate, you Thank st- you. Thank you all. I really it's appreciate been a pleasure. it. You stay well, my friend, and I will mm-hmm. uh, we'll look forward to having you on the show again very soon. This has been Talking Time, and this has been the great Lester Young. We're going to go off to a song, and we'll be back after the break. <laughs> 